0: Hip-hop artists from Winnipeg, Saskatoon, and beyond have banded together to form Saskatoon folk rap records. The label features new and upcoming releases by the likes of The Shoe Stress, Epic, and Introducing the Ghost, a fantastic new record from Rob Crooks. You can find Introducing the Ghost as of October 6th on robcrooks.bandcamp.com Hey folks, this is Sean Burns inviting you to join me every Tuesday from 11am to 1pm on Boots & Saddle. Your humble home of honky-tonk and beautiful country music by beautiful country music singers on CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. Stream live or download archives from ckuw.ca or the TuneIn Radio app. Archived episodes also available on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. Hey folks, just want to give a big shout out to everyone who supports the podcast via Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Police. And for as little as $1 a month, you can support the show, help keep the lights on, help keep the show running, and that evens out to about $0.13 per episode. So the podcast will always be free, but if you feel like it's worth at least $0.13 per episode of your time and your money, then please go to patreon.com slash witch police and throw a digital tip in the digital guitar case. Want to give a special shout out to the two newest patrons, Chris Friesen and Scott Devine, And if you feel like supporting the show, you also get access to a ton of bonus material, including early listens to podcasts before they come out.
1: Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast!
0: All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Um, you know, once again, as usual, I'm doing the remote calls, which is the way of the world now, and uh, probably for the foreseeable future. But I have someone on the show now who's been on the show, uh, I think, a few times before. It's probably at least twice, probably more. Um, yeah,
2: with Bicycle Face for sure, yeah. maybe with Alamode.
0: Yes, yes, you were on with Alamode, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, a bunch of times. Anyway, you've been on a bunch of times, and this is your first time being on the show, you know, as yourself, <laughs> as not a <laughs> member of something else. I mean, uh, and I recently had your the other half of Bicycle Face on the show, uh, which was yeah. actually on the 500th episode, which was cool. And so it's I nice know. nice to have you on as well and kind of, uh, you know, get the other half of that, that picture. But I think the best way to start this off is before we get into any of that, if you want to introduce yourself and just give a bit of background about what you've been up to, I guess even over the past couple of years, that would be great.
2: Sure. Uh, Yeah, my name's Ava. I'm a guitar player here in Winnipeg. Uh, i'm from brandon i moved here about eight years ago and since then i've just been playing in as many bands as i can for the most part yeah
0: yeah you've been in a lot of bands too right i mean i I feel like for a while there you kept showing up in people's bands where it was just you know it'd be some other band and all of a sudden you're the newest member and it's you
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had a little phase where i just joined all my friends bands yeah i think uh last summer was probably when that was happening the most i had been back in brandon to Finish a music degree that okay. I abandoned years ago. Uh, so I came back to Winnipeg in the spring and was kind of feeling like I'd been sort of isolated out in Brandon in the yeah. country. And I just played a recital, just come out of a pretty heavy year of music school. So I was like, "Well, I got all these chops right now. I'm in good shape. Let's uh, let's do this."
1: Yeah. So
2: I kind of just took all the opportunities that came up and played in about five bands at once oh, wow. which is too many bands but
0: yeah um, it, 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 I, mean, I mean some <laughs> people could pull it off I, I can't imagine being able to compartmentalize your brain in that many different directions to even just remember the material for, for yeah. even one band is hard enough like
2: it was really exciting yeah i guess i guess just coming out of music school i was feeling like in pretty good shape for yeah, doing that
0: kind of stuff yeah well it's, and, it's, uh, it's cool that you could pull it off yeah
2: Yeah, and not working full-time, so I kind of had the leisure to be able to to do that. But yeah, sometimes it was like a real, uh, yeah, mind games. Like I'd have a show with one band and then a show with the same band, but it would be a cover show of completely different tunes and then I'd have a show with a different band. And often, like, it wouldn't all be happening at once. Have one show a month with one band and then a break of a couple months. And I think it only all came to a head around... Christmas time when all five bands played within three weeks. And at that point I was like, Yeah, this is too many bands. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I gave it a go, but
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know no one's playing shows or anything right now because of the pandemic, but are you currently technically in any bands right now? And how many? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so now I'm probably down to about four, but okay. not very active at all. Okay. Yeah, Bicycle Face has been... Well, Teresa probably talked a little bit about that, I remember.
0: She did. Yeah, did, yeah, yeah. But so, but, I mean, yeah. just, to, just to kind of re- recap the Bicycle Face thing, because mm-hmm. I think Bicycle Face, in my mind anyway, is the band that you're most associated with. And I think it's probably yeah. because there's two of you and because it's, you know... So your role in that band, you know, I don't know if it technically is or not in terms of the amount of music that you write or, or play, but you seem to have a larger role because it seems like a very split 50-50 sort of project. And, and so when Teresa was on... She kind of uh, gave some of the, the – that caught me up, I guess, a bit, and the listeners up on what's been happening. But if you want to recap some of that, I mean, when we last left Bicycle Face before, you know, all of this recent stuff happened, uh, it was split in two pieces to Unicycle Face Canada and Unicycle Face USA, <laughs> which I think is awesome. And and then so now, now what's happening, because I know Teresa was kind of stuck here, right, because of the pandemic. And yeah. so it, is Bicycle Face the collective unit now? Are both unicycles coming back to form? Yes,
2: we're coming together. Yeah, she uh, she actually left her job in the States and is moved back to Canada like pretty permanently, nice. largely because of the sketchy situation down there.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she <laughs> would do it. <laughs> <living outside> of-
2: <laughs> yeah. So she's living outside of Winnipeg right now, but we're able to be in touch more and have more time. So we're back finally kind of making plans again, cool. which is great because I feel like, yeah, she was really busy down in the States. So things were moving along at a bit of a slower pace. But yeah. Yeah. We, we did a couple of videos, uh, over the course of the pandemic, which was fun and like a nice way to stay active without being able to play shows. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, and now we're planning our second EP, which I think she mentioned
0: I think she might have, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exciting. I mean, I, I, I only recently just got a copy of the first EP, a physical copy, and, and I was really excited about it because I'd been listening to it online a lot. So, you know, since I first met you guys and did the first interview, you know, with the band, I, I was very much into the music that you were doing. But for whatever reason, I hadn't picked up a physical copy, and uh, I have those stickers that are everywhere now, all over my uh, <laughs> all over my little <laughs> office area. I've got these bicycle fist stickers, which are, are pretty ridiculous, but yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, so we've had this second one planned for so long, but I've just never had really, like, the time and money and everything. Sure. So we're finally uh, going to get the ball moving on that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah it's uh, EP Phone Home, Bicycle Facing Space. <laughs> EP Phone Home, I love that. It's awesome. Yeah, it turns out we have a lot of space-themed songs. So yeah. uh, a whole space-themed EP seemed like the appropriate move for yeah. our... Uh, uh, Unicycle Face Reunion
0: EP. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, with all these bands you're doing, and with you know being one of the Unicycles in Bicycle Face and everything <laughs> else, like you wrote a book. How did you have time? And, and going <laughs> to school and everything, like how did you have time to write a book? Because that, that when when you posted online about that you had written this thing and that it was available to read, like that's that's a I'm sure you you could talk about it, but that's a very substantial amount of work, I imagine. Yeah.
2: I think part of it is that I'm not a writer, okay. so I don't have the same, like, a book has to be this, you know? I feel like, I, and, I, and I read a lot of books that are, like, you know, just the classics or whatever, sure, sure. that are so well written and obviously took so much time and energy. And I, and I just felt like I'm not that person, but I'm a musician, so I know what the music scene's like. And I know how to be really productive. <laughs>
0: yeah, <you know>? apparently <laughs>
2: Get things done, and uh, and I I think I was just able to go into it without like those same hangups of like, oh, it's not a masterpiece or whatever. Right. It's just like I want to write a book, and now I'm not playing shows. So have all this time on my hands, and uh, yeah, I guess like all of that energy that would have gone into playing shows, I kind of. Threw it into this other project, and I ended up having a lot of fun. Yeah, and learning a lot of things. I and it was really exciting to just like I gave myself a deadline where I was putting out a chapter every week, okay. about 2,000 two thousand or twenty five hundred words, and uh, and which seems like too much to do an amazing job, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but by the end my writing had just gotten so much better just from that experience of doing that and, sure, yeah. able to back and edit it. And, and I found that I was like pretty happy with how it turned out for like a first book.
0: I yeah.
2: Very excited about it.
0: Well, What was the platform you released it on? Because uh, is that website that it's on now? Is that where you release the chapters? Yeah. On a regular basis. Yeah.
2: It's Wattpad. So that's one of the biggest online fiction websites, and it's one that's based in Canada, cool. which I like. It's a Toronto company, uh, and most of the stuff that's on there is free. It has, like, many, however, millions of users. Cool. Um, so it's just kind of anyone can go on there and write whatever they want and read each other's things, and it's kind of a really fun community.
3: a princess etiquette encoded smile more talk less a tower of technology of virginal eyes hide your versatile mind at your virtual address Oh my gosh.
0: What, what what sparked this? I mean, I, I imagine like, the pandemic had something to do with it, just in the fact that you, like you said, you have time that would have been otherwise devoted to playing shows, but I mean, again, it's a very ambitious project to, to write a book. Yeah.
2: And I did start it before the pandemic. Okay. I started okay. it about two years ago, um, and I think I have always really liked writing and been really into it, and uh, in high school I wrote a lot of skits and I've always, you know, I've been in school and written essays and things, but I never really written any fiction because I think I always had this kind of misconception that, that writing is for these, these brilliant people, like, you know, intellectuals who, sure. are,
1: yeah, yeah. who have
2: the gift, whereas music is for everyone. Um, and I've always, you know, being in indie bands and uh, and teaching guitar and yeah. you know sharing that with my students have always like it's just been an ingrained belief that you don't have to be a virtuoso or a genius to play music and even to make good music.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for
2: some reason, I hadn't, I didn't have that same mindset with writing, so I'd never really tried to do it this okay. much anymore. And then and then I just stumbled upon online fiction because of course it's a thing. There's so much of it.
1: Yeah.
2: I just hadn't really checked it out before, but yeah, two or three years ago I came across it and found like some web serials that I really liked. Uh, and I was like, Oh yeah, anybody can do this. (laughs) And and with a website, like Wattpad, especially where it's mostly a community of people who are like learning to write or just doing it for fun. It's kind of like, like a music scene where, where there's not everybody's experiencing like commercial success or anything, but, but it's just kind of a fun community and, uh, and you can do it. And some of it's terrible, which is exciting. (laughs) And uh, and some of it's like really good and, uh, and just maybe not published because that's really competitive or because it's like unusual or different or diverse. Sometimes I think, publishing houses want to play it really safe so you don't really get to hear from all of the voices that you would otherwise
1: well
0: especially especially with books you know i mean physical media in general i mean i don't know if books are considered part of that i think they are. is, is declining right i mean there's, uh, there's definitely mm-hmm. still plenty of people reading physical books thankfully but the internet yeah. is changing everything when it comes to music writing movies everything is completely yeah. been upended by this so yeah it's uh I imagine that a publisher is going to take a risk on something that's definitely going to make them money. And I imagine that 90% of the book, the authors out there are not doing something that's going to make money. (laughs)
2: Right. Yeah. It seems like, like the impression that I've gotten is like, if you want to be successful as a writer, like young adult romance, like formulaic plot, like white hetero couple, not always, but like, you know, it seems to be like, I see kind of a lot of that kind of storyline and uh and i'm kind of tired of that
0: <laughs> <laughs> well I, I i will admit that i haven't finished reading your book i'm on part way through well, that's fine <laughs> i don't know no, but i don't want you to think that it, see, don't worry about spoiling or anything i i have i have gotten part way through it but if you could just maybe like give a quick synopsis of what the book's about for for people who sure. are are new to it
2: yeah so it's uh a, a horror comedy set on the winnipeg indie scene it's about a a group of four bandmates who uh, experience fabulous paranormal disasters at uh, all of their shows. And uh, the, the premise or the gimmick of the fictitious band in the story is that their frontman claims that he was born at the moment of Charles Bukowski's death right. and that he's Charles Bukowski reincarnated. Uh, and then it's kind of a, I kind of meant it. When I first started writing, I intended it to be kind of a monster of the week uh, comedy kind of thing. Um, But uh, it turns out I like fleshing things out. So as it turned out, each episode is about 10 or 20 chapters long. Right. So they get to uh, have fun adventures like being kidnapped into an evil cult and uh, there's a clone mishap and uh, there's a murderer who only kills musicians on the music scene so uh Is yeah it, that's kind of the the premise of it. it
0: it seems to me that like maybe one of the most fun parts of doing this would have been Oh, invent- sorry. yeah you cut out for a second but it's good are you are you back now yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you never know with this. It, like, freezes for a second, and then you yeah. can't tell. But I was going to say, one of the things that seems like it must have been the most fun uh, to do with this, this story is is coming up with the band names. Because there's, like, a lot of <laughs> yeah. local bands, fictional local bands in the story, and, like, some of the names are, are awesome. <laughs> but that must have been entertaining, right? Because are, are these band names that you just wanted to use maybe for your own project and never did, or what?
2: Yeah, I feel like I had kind of a backlog of them, <laughs> and, then, and then I, I yeah... Ended up having a lot of fun coming up with them. Yeah. I feel like, I think my favorite one that I came up with was Lost, the show, the band.
1: Yeah.
2: Which I might have kind of, uh, I think it was inspired by this old web serial that I used to watch called Nirvana, the band, the right, show. With
0: two ends in Nirvana, right? <laughs> two, Three ends, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it? I, I think, even I remember I think so. Yeah. I don't Sorry, know. Yeah. I remember hearing of that. I haven't seen it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So who is that? I mean, what kind of reaction have you got from this so far? I, I assume you've, you've probably had a bunch of friends who have checked it out. And I, in addition to the online community that you're kind of involved in, right? Yeah, I
2: actually feel like, okay, I guess, yeah, a couple of my bandmates have read it and I think really enjoyed it as like, like feeling they could relate, like oh, sure. seeing snippets, the a peg scene in there and everything. Um, but But yeah i think i've gotten more feedback probably from the online fiction community who are just like very into reading each other's things and commenting and um and so that's probably like where i kind of got after posting you know the first five or ten chapters and being like oh it's just this project for fun learn how to write it was kind of after getting comments where people are like, oh, this is really hilarious. Write more of this and things like that. Cool. That really kind of inspired me to be like, oh, maybe I could turn this into this this outrageous idea into an entire book.
0: Yeah. Well, it, it's a cool idea. I mean, especially having Winnipeg as the setting, I like that about it because, you know, why not write about something happening where you know, especially the music scene is like, speci- you have that background down pat, I guess, right? So
2: Yeah, it's all I know, really. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It works well for me. Yeah. obviously writing a song is very different from writing, a, writing a book or even a chapter mm-hmm. of a book. But I mean, I feel like bicycle face particularly, some of the songs are very storytelling ish. Did, did, yeah. did that having that background of writing songs help you to put this together? Or do you feel like they're two completely different, um, like use of your brain?
3: Yeah. Hmm.
2: That's a good question. Yeah. I, I do feel like it's been very different from my experience playing music. Yeah. I mean, both the things, the, the big similarity is that both of those things require sitting down for long amounts of time <laughs> frequently <laughs> and making yourself do it. Yeah. So I think that I had that mindset from pra- practicing the guitar a lot for many years. Um, and I think, uh, like, learning to play the guitar has really been my musical focus more than songwriting. Okay. So For me, songwriting has always been this kind of fun, whimsical thing where I could just kind of explore. So maybe writing has been a little bit similar to that in that way that I kind of just went into it like, Oh, let's see what happens instead of like, I have to, I have this regiment of scales yeah. and everything. And then I think the other thing that, that really benefited me from being a musician is just kind of like having the shamelessness
1: to do it <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I feel yeah, like yeah.
2: as a musician you're so uh, of course so many of us have like insecurities because it's our art and everything and we're performing but you get so used to doing it again and again in front of people and and putting things out into the world because yeah. you have to kind of music it's just that kind of uh, that kind of art form you have where you really have to be A character in the world Um, whereas I kind of felt like with writing it's maybe easier to hide in your own little bubble and have it be a really private personal thing so it's so it could have been tempting to just write on my own and uh and be too kind of shy about it or insecure about it to put it out there but because I developed this musician mindset where you can just
1: be like, yeah, you know what? Just put it out there.
2: Let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I look like an idiot. <laughs> I look like an
0: idiot. <laughs> yeah. I, I think <laughs> it's a good mindset to have, though, right? Is is, is yeah. just to, to, to know that, like, you know, maybe not everyone's going to love it, but, you know, it's, you did it and it's there and you need to make, someone needs to read it. <laughs> like that, that's the point yeah. of it, right? You made it for someone else to, to take a look at. So, yeah, why, why not, exactly. right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I feel like some people have read to the end and really liked it which just, just feels so good yeah. after you've put put out a big effort like
0: that. Yeah for sure for sure. Well it, it's I mean I guess it's probably similar to finishing an album and then having people hear it and giving you this feedback as well right it's the same you put all this time and work and effort into this just larger project and yeah. Totally. Yeah. Do you have the bug now for writing like are you, are you now wanting to do more of this or do you
2: Yeah you know? I love it <laughs> I want to, I have just like so many different ideas now for things that have kind of accumulated cool. over the past however many years. And, uh, yeah, I just want to, want to keep doing it. It's Yeah. Super fun in a way that's kind of different from music, but also just like so satisfying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are your plans with this one? Are you going to just keep it as an online thing? Or are you hoping to ever get it actually published or self-published in a, in a physical form or what are you doing, uh, with that?
2: Yeah, I'm not totally sure. I'm going to write like two more of them <laughs> first. <laughs> and then maybe think about self-publishing. I had never really uh, gone into it with that as a goal. Sure, sure. But a couple of people have asked me about it now or said like, I would love to have a physical copy of this. Um, and I've heard of some ways that, that you can do it like a small run. Yeah. Expensive. So yeah, it might be
0: cool.
2: Uh, worth doing in the future, and yeah, I've asked my friend who is self-published, actually the artist who did my beautiful yeah,
0: the cover cover's art. great, the cover's fantastic, yeah.
2: isn't it awesome? Yeah, really I feel awesome. like it's the reason that that so many strangers have read my book is because of that <laughs> cover. Um, but yeah, my friend bandmate Alexi Flower right. drew that. He's a really talented artist, and uh, and has a comic up on the web that everybody should read. Cool. Um, uh, but, but yeah, he was telling me a little bit about the self-publishing, uh, that process and, yeah. and making it seem a little bit less intimidating.
0: That's, that's good. Cause I feel like it probably is very similar to, to, to releasing your own independent music too, right? I mean, it's just, it's just a totally different medium.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one that's like, yeah, still pretty unfamiliar to yeah. me.
0: Yeah. So. But the good, the good thing too, I mean, I know we kind of touched on this before, but the, the internet means that people can do this now. I mean they always could, but mm-hmm. I think it's just so much easier now to to pick a project that you have no experience in, like that, that you want to just try and you can actually make it happen now because there's resources like like the site you're posting it on and and like the availability to, you know, self-publish in small runs if you want to and things like that that now people can yeah. try it and i i, I like seeing people part of the reason i wanted to talk to you is because i think it's awesome that you did it even if the book had been terrible i think it's cool that you did it i think i like it so far <laughs> where i am now i like it so far but but even if it had been awful i still think oh, it's cool that you that you did it because i think a lot of people especially writing a book a lot of people have this idea in their head that oh yeah one day i want to write a book Mm-hmm. And they never do. <laughs> most of them, just, yeah. But it I happen. had
2: two, and then, and then online fiction. Yes, yeah. That's what changed it for me.
0: Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with like you know someone saying I want to start a podcast. Like, well, just do it then. Or I want to start a band. Like, you know, please start a band. It doesn't. I can't yeah. play an instrument. Who cares? Bang a pot and yelled. <laughs> record it. Like, it's, yeah. yeah. I, I fully support <laughs> any kind of DIY creation of any kind. So yeah, it's it's really cool that you that you did that. Um, totally. Yeah. So you know to kind of shift over back to music for a second um, again pandemic's happening no one's playing shows uh, what are you hoping to do kind of once things get back to some semblance of normal do you have plans with any of these bands as far as you know um, anything <laughs> I mean no one knows what's going on right now because oh. everyone's stuck in this situation but do you sort of have yeah. a, a a plan of attack for, for getting your music out there again
2: oh yeah I'm going crazy I mean I'm I'm sure all all musicians are Right now, yeah. not being able to play shows, it's it's like a yeah, it's a tough feeling. We're either dealing with it by, I don't know, drinking or writing a novel <laughs> or both or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. Whatever everybody's doing to get through. Yeah. I know it's hard for everyone. Um, but yeah, I'm. I've been fortunate that I've still been able to have musical things going on, so I don't have to suddenly feel like my musician identity has been torn away from me or anything. Um, but yeah, so with Bicycle Face, we have the EP planned, yeah. which should keep us busy and is something we can do in isolation without sure, having yeah. to worry about it. Um, another band that I've been playing with just since last summer is The Lockdown.
1: Right? Okay. I think they're
2: going to start going by Claire Therese and The Lockdown.
1: Okay,
2: um, Kind of a dark folk rock band that's been going for a few years now. And there's some uh, like
0: notable people in that band too, right? I mean, I think I've seen some stuff online. It's like, oh, this person's in it. This person's in it. And yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're such good musicians. And I feel like very lucky to get to play with them. Cool. Yeah. Super cool band. Um, But yeah, I started playing with them last summer. And then we just recorded an album uh, this past month. Oh, nice. uh, Yeah. Kind of got it all done. 11 songs in the course of a few weeks. And uh, so that's kind of in going to go into like the mixing stages soon. Cool. And then I'm not sure when that will come out, but hopefully when the pandemic ends, there will be some kind of release show or party or awesome. something for that. So awesome. yeah, so that's something to look forward to. And then um, um, the other couple of bands that I'm in, uh, Alamode has been talking about doing some, recording as well and we had we did a couple of little video projects over the summer too so we got to stay active a little bit um and then the other band uh robojum yeah joined yeah joined last summer as well because they needed a synth player who couldn't play the piano (laughs) And that was the description (laughs) of the job that was their criteria, yeah. They'd been desperately searching for a synth player who couldn't play the piano. Uh, so finally they thought of me, they are like, oh, Eva understands how sounds work, and, uh, and it's true, I can't play the piano. So they asked me to join, and, cool. and I have been learning the synth for that band. So it's been a really fun experience. That's awesome. And also, yeah, pretty different from playing the guitar.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt.
3: Capricorn, she laid no claim to the winter months whence she was born. Wandered far till her stars scattered and her cloak was torn, tired and worn. Found a summer sky where weather was more patient. Settled down between a lion and a crustacean. Leo purred into her ear, was so elated to have you here upon our beach. You lovely, lonely goat, it's all in reach. The orgiastic break you seek, you won't be sorry. Come be free, your cap. You only needed a bit.
0: you've spent all this time working on the book and and you have all the other projects. Have you ever had the desire or have you done anything music wise just on your own? Or do you prefer being a member of a band?
2: Hmm. I do write songs on my own, but I don't do much with them or I channel them into bicycle face because okay. that's kind of my, uh, my creative outlet. I would say like, I mean, I go into the other bands and they kind of have, their songwriter or their songwriting process so I come in and add my guitar parts and and get to be creative in that way Um, but with Bicycle Face uh, that's where I actually write half the songs so most of the time when I do my own musical creative things it either goes into Bicycle Face or it stays on my computer forever (laughs) (laughs) and yeah, I do um I do solo jazz guitar arrangements right, right. And things which I've played around a little bit at farmers markets and stuff like that. Yeah. So I have that solo project. Um, but yeah, I've never done like singer-songwriter things
0: on my own. Well, the reason I ask is just because I'm thinking of, you know the the time you spent writing the book and that's a very personal thing to to put out there, you know, as a as a solo person doing the creative work of it, it just seems like I wonder if uh, there's a musical aspect to that as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you'd think. No, I've I've always been too afraid to sing by myself. (laughs) I never really thought of myself as a singer. Um, So, yeah, sharing my own words on stage alone has been the the musical. That's the line that I've never been able
0: to cross. Well, with the book, too, you have a you have a pseudonym kind of, right? that you use for yeah. the yeah it's kind of your name but not really like it's like a shortened version
2: yeah aw glenn so it's just my initials and the first part of my last name okay. which i partly chose to be anonymous at the beginning when i was just like oh i'm gonna learn how to write and it's probably gonna be terrible um <laughs> and uh and that now that i'm confident in it and i do like how it turned out i do share it around everywhere so cool. so it's not a secret not anonymous anymore okay um, but I also picked it because I thought Oglin is a good trolly internet name.
0: Okay, Oglin, yeah.
2: My initials and last name.
0: Is that part of the being a part of the online literary community as being a troll? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not a troll. I just like uh, I like the goofiness of it. Sure, I feel like there's, <laughs> yeah.
0: So people who haven't uh, read this book, where do they find it? I know I know you mentioned the platform you do it on, but like you know, if they, if they maybe they know your music and they want to check out what you're doing on the other side of things, uh, how do they find you online and how do they find the book?
2: Yeah, there's a few ways you can find it. So if you want to go directly there, you can go to Wattpad and look up either my username, AW Glenn, or the title of the book, like okay. because he's broken family band. Um, or you can find me on Instagram also oglin okay. um and then there's a link to it in my profile or if you're into twitter i think i'm oglin two on that um, you weren't the first oglin no there's this <laughs> sheep farmer in scotland <laughs> who's oglin and guess what his name is also his last name is also Glendenning.
0: that's kind which, of amazing
2: yeah, I sent him a message being like, hey, this is amazing, and he never got back to me. He was totally not interested in talking to the other Oglin on Twitter.
0: Maybe you should set it. the next book at his farm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll have to pay attention, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, sheep farmers. That's kind of romantic.
0: Could be, yeah. yeah. You could also have murders at sheep farm, for sure. You know, If you're still staying on the, uh, the horror <laughs> comedy side of things. Yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> and then Bicycle Face um, you know obviously you're working on the, the, the next EP uh, mm-hmm. the other one's online it's on Bandcamp uh, yes and you can find it on else,
2: Bandcamp right? uh, yeah I think if you look up I think if you look up Bicycle Face Band Bicycle Face Winnipeg uh, you can find it on Bandcamp we're also on Instagram uh, it's Bicycle Face Band
0: cool yeah and everywhere else Every, I'm sure everywhere else you find yeah. your, your music <laughs> yeah Find all of those projects mm-hmm. you're working on. Well, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we we talked about this because um, well, as soon as I saw the book idea, I thought it was super cool. Like I said, and uh, um, it's always great to see people doing. Like I, I always have tried to encourage everyone I know to do whatever it is creatively they want to do I don't care if they're good at it or not and I know people who are terrible at things and they don't want to do it for that reason and I still push them to do it and then like so when someone I know does something and it's really good too it's even better (laughs) so like you know full marks to you for going out and and actually doing that because it's uh you know uh, like I write for a living professionally, but I—it's I, journalism. is very different than, than fiction. Mm-hmm. And I've always mm-hmm. had this idea in my head too that like oh, I should write a book one day, and maybe you I should, should. Maybe I should just <laughs> go on there and, and figure out how to do it because it sounds like it's actually probably more fun than it is stressful if you don't take it super it's, seriously.
2: Yeah, it's so fun, and I'm the same way. I always tell people, just like do it and don't be afraid of being bad at it. Yeah, because it's like like doing it itself just. Can feel so good and be such a fun time and and it probably doesn't take that long to get good at it like when i first started yeah actually when i first started writing this one it was i started the project just as like a side project to get good at writing because i had like in my mind my masterpiece of course yeah. was this it was going to be this like post-apocalyptic winnipeg superhero Saga, like multi-volume, okay. sci-fi, and they're also politicians, and it's all this drama. It was terrible. It was a terrible idea. No one should ever write it, and I shouldn't have been writing it. And of course, it was not working. Yeah. It was bad. My writing was bad. The idea was bad. All oh, it was bad, and I was like, oh, I just, I'm enjoying this so much. I'm just frustrated. It's so bad. So I started <laughs> writing... The one that that became my novel, I started writing. It was just kind of like a light joke that I was like, I'm going to put this big, stupid project aside and write. I just have this concept. It's a band that goes on tour and stupid X-Files type stuff happens (laughs) every tour stop. So I just had this concept that could have just been like a one-liner joke, but I made it into a full-length novel because I don't know when to stop. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) so i so i actually just started writing it to learn how to write uh and then it turned out much better than the original project that i had started and i ended up feeling way more confident about it and my writing did get so much better so it's just like for me just finding the right project i think that that was gonna enable me to get the skills that i wanted
0: cool very cool. Yeah, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you did it. I'm looking forward to finishing it. Um, I do find it weird to read on a phone because it's just how I've been doing it. Oh, yeah. But um, <laughs> so this is another reason you need to make physical copies because of uh, like, oh, that's the you know. Thing. Yeah. yeah,
2: so many people have been telling me that, like, oh, I want to read your book, but I'm on my computer all day anyway, and I don't want to like be looking at it yeah. on my computer screen, which I get it totally.
0: Or, or we just all need to adapt to the way of the future and just accept that this is what, <laughs> how things are now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One or you the know, other.
2: Yeah. Good compromise. Some people have told me about that. It's really easy to put your book on Amazon as like a Kindle. Okay. So I might look into that because some people have a much easier time reading on their Kindles than on their phone or, or a computer screen. Yeah. Uh, And then I could just yeah do that and make it like free or very cheap and have like an ebook that way. So I might do that as like an in-between step.
0: Or you could do an audio book and have a bicycle face soundtrack. (laughs)
2: yeah okay i've thought of doing that too actually but i'm i'm shy of reading out loud
0: (laughs) right right just hire someone
2: (laughs) yeah pay someone with a really cool
0: voice to yeah, yeah, yeah
2: yeah beautiful silky voice there you go
0: yeah awesome
1: Je suis certain de tout, des fois ça semble